We'd like to welcome you back to part three of our emergency freedom alerts for January 1st, 2024. Next report, and this is goes along, I did mention this earlier, but I do kind of want to play it. Um, and it's something strange is happening with the U.S. dollar. Now, this is from Chris Skye, who is an absolute total deviant devil. I mean, covered in tattoos, just, he gives off one of the slimiest personas and vibes of anybody I've seen in the alternative thing. I think he, he's run for politician stuff up in Canada. Evidently, he's a bisexual. Um, this guy is evil, okay? I'm not saying that everything he's putting out, though, is obviously evil. He's got a different perspective. He's down in Mexico. And I am going to let you hear what he says regarding this. What's going on, everybody? I am in Mexico right now, actually, Playa del Carmen. About to go to the gym. But I wanted Playa to... del Carmen in Mexico. Out a phenomenon that I've noticed because I've been coming to Mexico a lot over the last couple of years. And I've been coming here for over 20 years in general. Mm. However, in the last year, something very strange has started to happen. Before, when you would come here, when you would pay for something, if you pulled out American dollars, they would prefer it over pesos. They would literally beg for it over pesos. Now, I'd say around 90% of vendors, including gas stations, most restaurants, and every small vendor, solo peso, solo peso, no dollar. They don't want American dollars. They don't want you to pay card either. They'll charge you more, but at least they'll take it. Now, if the dollar was collapsing like it is, and inevitably it will, and the whole thing's with the BRICS nation, is further evidence of that where they're they're de-dollarizing they're 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 coming together and saying we're not going to use the dollar and that is a fact that's going on and i've been warning about that for many years um this would make sense that this would be happening okay uh what he's talking about will not even take american dollars so what the hell does that tell you about the so-called world reserve currency that's currently the walking dead already yeah, dead and somehow is. still and not collapse but even the average mexican business will no longer set your american dollar and if they do they'll give you an exchange rate of like 15 pesos per dollar yeah it's getting scared guys as for the u.s you guys gotta wake up so uh we have that now i'm not, i don't know if that's ubiquitous um, among all places in Mexico, if it's just that particular locale, how that applies to Central America or South America, I don't know. That's just one person, but, you know, he is kind of boots on ground there regarding that whole subject. All right, going further, along the same lines, Iran and Russia officially ditched the dollar. The sanctioned countries have agreed to trade in their national currencies. Um, now, they're trading with each other in their national. That doesn't mean they've totally ditched any other way that they're but it's it's inch by inch it's a cinch it's 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 incremental um regarding this people are just incrementally moving away these countries iran and russia have officially abandoned the u.s dollar for mutual settlements after the countries finalized an agreement to create to trade in the ruble and the rial iran news agencies the irna reported last week the agreement was sealed during a meeting in russia between the heads of the central banks of the two countries the outlet said 
Uh, the establishment of the new financial and banking platforms has opened a new chapter in relations to Iran-Russia. The IRNA reported, citing that Iranian Central Bank, the arrangement allows banks and entrepreneurs to use an alternative financial and banking platforms, such as non-swift money messaging systems, and also involves the establishment of bilateral brokers relations in, nas in national currencies. Iran and Russia, both subject to U.S. sanctions, first announced plans to use their respective national currencies instead of the U.S. dollar in a mutual trade in July of 2022. Earlier this week, the members of the Russia-led Eurasian Economic Union signed a full-fledged free trade agreement with Iran. In July, Iranian President uh, Rasihi called for the dollar to be abandoned in global trade, saying that the U.S. currency has been used as an instrument of Western hegemony. Okay, so things are looking real bad for the dollar. <laughs> uh, next one. How many of you were scammed by feeling the only way to make money is by paying for a college degree? They're making changes to accommodate all the illegals pouring in. So again, they're doing everything they can do to destroy the legal law-abiding citizens um, in every way, shape, and form, including economically, and to give the arriving illegal alien invader hordes every advantage that they could possibly ever want. With your critical thinking, how college degree lost its value. Nearly half of U.S. companies plan to axe bachelor's degree requirements after Walmart, Accenture, and IBM led the charge. For those of you that don't understand what this means, let me put the pieces together for you. What recently has changed in our country that would make these companies need labor but have a huge obstacle standing in their way of why they couldn't hire people? <laughs> I'll tell you. We just had a huge influx of illegal border crossers come into this country, and guess what they don't have? Well, we're, we're have, we, we just had, but we're having and will have millions more. Degrees. But you know what they do have? They have a desire to work for half the price of the money that you're willing to work for. These mm -hmm. companies can no longer be bothered with your education or your bachelor's degree. Mm -hmm. Now they're going back to the original way where as long as you're not an idiot, you can work in this country. How many of you fell for the college education scam in the United States? How many of you are sending your children to school so they can come back with blue hair and not know what gender they are <laughs> while taking it in the poop chute. Oh, but sorry. Don't worry. Those illegals will take your children's job. No problem. For half the money. Yep. Just one more aspect to this fun, nifty uh, New World Order that we're moving into that George Bush Sr. promised us so many years ago. Um, and this is going on in South Africa, 10 hour blackouts being permanently tested in South Africa to quote, conserve electricity. This will all be part of it as well. And, you know, in, uh, I think this is already going on in Europe to a certain extent and, and soon to come to America. The video features South African citizen who is a fellow truther by, who goes by the name germ warfare. Um, it's kind of a weird name, but anyway, germ warfare uh giving testimony regarding their eight to ten hour a day permanent rolling blackouts that are being forced upon the innocent people of africa in the name of energy con conservation and climate change of course this is what reducing coal power looks like we are currently experiencing extremely intense rolling blackouts um 
about eight to ten hours per day of no electricity it's what's the time now as i'm recording with you it's just past nine o'clock in the morning i've already already had two hours of no electricity wow okay? um i'm going i'm going to probably be having another six to eight hours today of no electricity and we have apps on our phones that tell us when our power is going off and for how long how long That's has this how been happening is, right? how long and has this been happening okay so technically about 15 years um, oh. and it started it yeah. started with very minor rolling blackouts uh, maybe a few days in a year of if you can't south africa in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com i have done many studies on so much of the atrocities going on down there this is just one of the the more many more recent ones an hour at most two hours um and then it might last a few days and and then stop and then come back but we've never had let's say a full year of full electricity and over the years it's gradually intensified and in the last two years it's become extremely intense and so we have what's called uh, stages of of blackouts uh, stage one would be obviously very minor perhaps one meaning one hour per day if you can think of it like that it's not exactly accurate but more or less we are now averaging between stage six and stage eight which would imply six to eight hours more or less of no electricity per day and it's scheduled all right so we know 95 percent of the time when we will and when we will not have electricity now yes what's very interesting it's it's happening around the world we're starting to see an energy crisis developing it's obviously manufactured right i'm sure you'll agree with me this is yes. not a natural thing um and it's obviously coming from uh the central the central cabal the central um oligarchs now what's interesting about south africa and people forget this is that in 2009 the south african government signed a pledge to the united nations in which it would reduce its carbon emissions by 42% by the year 2025, which is two years away. Now, if you consider that we, of our output, of our total output of electricity supply, we have currently unavailable around 38%, okay? Which is not that far away from 42 or 43%. And it's permanent. The president already said that it's permanent. So, the trend the trend line oh. suggests that it's going to become more intense and i see it moving closer to that 42 43% within the next 12 months which means it's going to go up to maybe 10 to 12 hours per day of no electricity wow per day okay and this is to just to put it into perspective in about 15 years ago when i said we only had a few days in a year of no electricity for maybe one or two hours last year the year 2022 i think we had around about 260 days of persistent rolling blackouts i mean that's that's a huge chunk of the year and that's many hours per day if we have one or two hours per day it's a great day um, of, you know what i mean if we have no one to two hours yeah it's it so you have to you have to kind of adapt and get used to it now the interesting thing about the united nations pledge is that it was agreed again at cop 26 which was not too long ago where the CEO of our of our current 
uh, electricity supplier, which in South Africa, we only have one and it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a national entity, it's nationalized. So that's already a problem. We don't have any options. We have one uh, provider of electricity. And the CEO who has now been, uh, uh, how do I say this? He, he resigned and then got very forcefully removed after some comments that he made about the incompetence of the government. But he said that we are following the, Uni the United Nations agreements by decommissioning our coal power stations on the condition that we receive lots and lots of money from developed countries to compensate. And that's precisely what's been happening. The United States, as far as I can remember, have already pledged something like six to eight billion US dollars to South Africa to compensate for the shutting down of our coal power. Biden himself said, uh, for, 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 for what it's worth, when, he, when he's able to make full sentences, he said that uh, he would like South Africa to stop about 80 to 90 percent of all coal power. Right. Think about this, Maria. What does it actually mean for for a, a country that's on the African continent that has massive poverty problems? What does that mean? Think about this for a second. In South Africa, there's a huge amount of media focus on incompetence and, and corruption. And absolutely, those things exist and they are very real. But they're secondary. I believe, and I, I, I can't prove this because it's a very difficult thing to prove, I'm sure you'll appreciate, but I believe the driving force here is policy. It's policy that is in line with carbon net zero, sustainable development, all this um, anti-human propaganda garbage coming from from the central authorities who who want in my view to handicap countries like like the one i live in they want to reduce population growth because carbon dioxide is the, the most fundamental life. element yeah. yes 100. okay this is precisely why you pump it into a greenhouse to make your plants grow right yes. we we are the, the enemy of the central oligarchs, the centralized oligarchs. And they can use this as a mechanism, as a tool of mass control. If you can, if you can control the industries, right, you've got some serious clout. And uh, it's, and it's, it's so expensive to create alternative sources of energy that the poor people, particularly on the African continent are going to suffer the absolute most. And it's, it's sickening to me that that somebody like Klaus Schwab can say, you will own nothing and you'll be happy. I live, Maria, I live in Africa. I can tell you what poverty looks like. There are millions of people in my own city who own nothing, and I can guarantee you they are not happy. Now, when you restrict electricity usage, think about the repercussions. You, you restrict absolutely everything else in life. And it's it's such a it's such a disgusting state of affairs that the president, our president, Cyril Ramaphosa, is a Davos lackey. You know, he doesn't care about the country that he governs. And I, I'm hoping I'm hoping that more people in time are going to realize that this is about, as I said, policy and then corruption and incompetence. If if it was so, so much about incompetence. How is it then that I can tell you when I'm going to have no power? Because you need to be competent, competent in order to have 
scheduled rolling blackouts. Absolutely. <laughs> then, of course, you have the, the government that wants to now implement <laughs> taxes on solar panels because because the sun no, the sun needs to be taxed. Yep, because absolutely. we are receiving billions of, of dollars in uh, compensation for the rolling blackouts. Now, what do you think is going to happen to those billions of dollars? Well, it's going to obviously go into the pockets of, of the elite, um, but it's also going to be used for social grants, social welfare for all those who struggle. So what, what ultimately happens is that you end up with more of the population becoming completely dependent on the state for um, social grants. You end up with precisely, precisely, Maria, what the sustainable development agenda is pushing for. It wants to push for more control over people, and you do that through, through money. You do that through power, through energy. It wants to also force people into city centers where they can say, we are going to give you constant reliable energy in these areas. And will this right. happen to make them into smart cities at some point? Uh, we already have areas designated around the country for smart development. Yes. And, and, and we know that those are coming everywhere. And so these are very, very effective tools at controlling large numbers of people it's a horrible situation to be in right now i've just opened my electricity app i mean south africa is a place that they've been beta testing a lot of the things they want to bring to again europe and, and into america and into canada and, and they've been beta testing that there a long time okay so uh I've, I've told you earlier that i've already had two hours of no electricity now let me just look at the time the time okay so about five hours from now I'm going to have no electricity for two hours and then again later for four hours. So I've still got six hours of no electricity coming. Unbelievable. And that's just today. Yeah, that's another thing I wanted to warn my listeners about because that's definitely something they have on the agenda. Uh the lead headline on the uh, one of the lead headlines on the internet reads exclusive the beginning of the end i mean i just got this off there today the preppers who fear global meltdown in 2024 caused by the perfect storm of war soaring cost of living and the migrant crisis plus a presidential election which threatens to tear america in half prepper groups are abuzz with concerns that the world faces a perfect storm of crisis which means the 2024 heralds the beginning of the end for the global civilization. They point to global conflicts, rising costs of living, and next year's fiercely de divisive presidential election as triggers for societal collapse or World War III. Preppers who also stockpile supplies in anticipation of a catastrophe are also increasingly young and even left-leaning Americans who fear a Trump presidency. So again, it'll all be used and leveraged, this whole thing with the election to their advantage I, I believe all that's been uh, predetermined so a little just a little look at the bible here what does the bible have to say about skyrocketing end time food prices and preparation regarding the end times okay now I, i've went over this it's been quite a while but i've went over these verses before revelation 6 5 through uh let's see here really really 6 5 and 6 6 uh and when he had opened now remember this is this is into the tribulation. This is into the second part of the seven and a half year, I'm sorry, seven year tribulation. So this is after three and a half years. Um, 
already into it, which we're, we haven't even started that yet. Okay. But this, we are moving in that direction. Obviously we're seeing the whole nitrogenous fertilizer that Michael Yan was talking about. All, all the, all the handwriting that's on the wall regarding all the different ways they're going to try to control us. Revelation 6, 5. And when he had opened the third seal, I heard the third beast say, come and see. And I beheld and lo, a black horse. And he that sat upon him had a pair of balances in his hand. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four beasts saying, a measure of wheat for a penny and three measures of barley for a penny. And see that you hurt not the oil and the wine. So that word of, um, I believe, yes, measurement, a measure, okay, is derived from the Greek word choenix, which is a dry measure containing two sereta or less than a quart of whatever in this particular case wheat or barley okay so a dry measure containing less than a quart or as much as would support a man of moderate appetite for one day okay the second thing is a penny the word penny what does that mean okay it's it's derived from the greek word denarion which is a roman silver coin in the New Testament times called a denarius. It was the principal silver coin of the Roman Empire. From the parable of the laborers in the vineyard, it would seem that a denarius was the ordinary pay for a day's wage. So in other words, it'll get so bad that um, a measure of wheat for a penny, meaning what would take to feed a man of moderate appetite for one day will cost you a whole day's wages. If you're just going by wheat alone, now it would just be wheat. It wouldn't be like, you know, all the other things you would need with the wheat, like let's say to make bread or something of that nature. Okay. Um, so in other words, skyrocketing, skyrocketing food, which is what we, we're already seeing that. I mean, it's food prices are so insane. It's just, it's hard to comprehend. Um, Taylor had had a dream I mean, years ago, probably a good seven, eight years ago. And she had this dream and she said she went to the local mall here in uh, Hickory or Valley Hills. And she said, I believe that, you know, I went in there and the prices of the food were, were like, it was like, you know, $19 or $20 for like a sandwich with maybe a side or something like that. And at the time that was like, What? And now it's like it's already like that. I mean, you could you could depending on what restaurant you go, you could easily pay that, and depending on what city you're in, you could easily pay something like that. So that's already coming to pass, and and it's unfortunately not going to get any better. So if we have wisdom and we are led to do so, we should prepare for this, like God instructed Joseph to do. What did He tell Joseph to do? Um, oh, this is redundant. I have state twice let me just get rid of that okay okay what did he tell joseph to do genesis 41 verses 34 through 36 let pharaoh do this and let him appoint officers over the land this is what joseph was instructing pharaoh to do let him appoint officers over the land and take up a fifth part of the land of egypt in the seven plenteous years and let them gather all the food of those good years that come and lay up corn under the hand of Pharaoh and let them keep food in the cities and the food shall be for store to the land against the seven years of famine, um, which shall be in the land of Egypt in the land 
perish not through the famine. Uh, so, in other words, store up food. <laughs> is what he was telling them to do. Okay, take a portion of it, store it up, so you would have the, the, the seven years of plenteous, you'd have plenty for the seven years of famine. Okay. Um, Proverbs 10, 5 says, He that gathereth in summer is a wise son, but he that sleepeth in harvest is a son that causeth shame. Proverbs 6, 6 through 6, 8 says, Go to the ant, thou sluggard, consider her ways, and be wise, which have no guide or overseer or ruler. Provideth her meat, meaning food, in summer. That really means gathering the food in summer. And gathereth her food in the harvest. Um, so that she has plenty, the ants have plenty to eat during winter, when there is no food. Proverbs 22, 3, A prudent man foreseeth the evil, and hideth himself, but the simple pass on and are punished. So, there's sure a lot of evil on the horizon here. And, um, you know, a lot, a lot of this is just things to commit to prayer as well. To, and ask God to guide you and how, how I want this, how do you want me to apply this verse to my life? First uh, Timothy 5.8, because it's, it's not going to be cookie cutter. It's not going to be the same for everybody. Everybody's case by case basis with God. Everybody's different, you know, on how God's going to, instruct you or you handle a particular thing and your situation is different than the next person you know um first timothy 5 8 if but if any provide not for his own especially for those of his own house he hath denied and this implies a dad kind of because it says he he hath denied the faith and is worse than an infidel so you are you are responsible for taking care of your family in other words especially as a man proverbs 10 2 the treasures of wickedness profit nothing but righteousness delivereth from death so proverbs 10 3 the lord will not suffer the soul of the righteous to famish but he casteth away the substance of the wicked so being a righteous person in christ in christ jesus um is a where you want to be <laughs> okay um and then there's other scriptural principles. Proverbs 22, 9. He that hath a bountiful eye shall be blessed. A bountiful eye basically means, you know, a, a giving type person. And, and the Bible talks about that when you give, so do with a cheerful heart. So let him give. And um, as a man hath purposed in his heart, New Testament giving, so let him give. And I've done a whole teaching on New Testament giving versus the Levitical Old Testament tithe. We're not under the Levitical Old Testament tithe anymore okay as as a you know new testament believer we're not under that system is there a levitical priesthood we need to support which was the primary mechanism no there's not now there is scriptural principles there that yes we can learn but just key in tithe keyword search box at continuefortruth.com um you'll see that so he that hath a bountiful eye shall be blessed for he giveth of his bread to the poor Okay, Bible talks a lot about that concept. Uh, Proverbs 28, 27. He that giveth unto the poor shall not lack, but he that hideth his eyes shall have many a curse. So there's another thing, you know, that uh, is good. And again, trying to find good, uh, biblically-based ministries to give to, that that's again a case-by-case -case basis. And, and again, sometimes it could be local places that 
um, maybe feed the, the poor or, or minister Christian places that minister the poor. And I don't have any good network regarding that. A lot of the ministries I've given to over the years, a lot of them have failed me. I mean, they, it's just, so I'm reluctant to put a lot out regarding that. Um, I believe Echo is a pretty good one. Um, they're actually based out of my hometown in North Fort Myers, Florida. And they have a whole like ministry of providing seeds to the poor in third world countries so that they can actually plant and get on their own feet and be self-sufficient. Um, and they, they do it through a, like a Christian lens and man, I mean, Taylor just showed me one of the newsletters and it was like, uh, they had sent to us and, um, they, uh, it was something to the effect of they had taken some, some women and they were showing them how to plant gardens and things of this nature. They were trying to keep them out of being sex trafficked and giving them an alternative way to actually, you know, grow their own food in this type of, so they wouldn't be caught in those networks. So they just seem to me, they seem to be getting better and better and better. Um, and it's ironic because right where I had my, my Bible studies way, way back, like when I was first went on air in North Fort Myers, Florida, and, and I had a listener named Nometta, and we, we met at her house, Doug and Lisa, Taylor and myself, and I would go over there and my, my earliest broadcasts were there in her house, um, her steel structure house that her husband who had died built, he was not a Christian, and um, Nometta still lived there. And she was a widow and all those early broadcasts, the earliest were from Nonetta's house. Doug and Lisa, my, my other listeners were there and Taylor was there with me and I would have my little microphone set up there and I'd bring it over every week and I'd do the broadcast there. And every time I would go over there, I'd have to pass Echo, which had been around as long as I can really remember. And because it was on, I believe, Durrance Avenue, and that was where I passed it every time. So, and we still donate to them to this day. Um, I back then they weren't as. I, I think they've gotten better and better and better over the years. So, anyway, I, I think that's a a worthy one there. I'm not saying there's not a lot of worthy ones, but again, it's a, it's a case by case basis um, with how the Lord's convicting you. You might have a local uh, ministry that's ministering to local poor and they have Christian, you know, hey, however the Lord leads you, do that. You do that. But he that giveth unto the poor shall not lack, but he that hideth his eyes shall have many a curse. So these are all just some principles. I, I don't want to, um, that's, that's the whole thing I have on those verses. And because I, I haven't been going on this, I'm going to go ahead and just include this last thing in here. Um, they're admitting alarming viral levels detected in the U.S. water supply. This just broke this week. CDC releases nationwide data revealing surging levels of the newest COVID scamdemic strain in the U.S. water supply. And I saw another thing today saying that the, the next COVID strain is going to cause massive heart attacks. Well, probably on those that are already covid vaxxed and already have the spike proteins attacking the ace2 receptors that line the heart causing myocarditis causing heart attacks causing placking 
causing these Franken clots. Yeah, if they if they're fine if they find another way to release it, like if they're now if they're doing it through the water, and you're already double triple vaxxed or whatever, and then you got all your other vaccines, and and then you're already in a poor nutritional status. Yeah, this might be the thing that they you know really puts you over the edge. So I'm gonna go ahead and play a little bit of this video just so that you're aware of it because I this just broke uh, this week here. And. Get, go through this list so you can know exactly where we have different various levels. And again, for those of you hopping on, I see we've got 1,200 in the room right now with this information coming out from the CDC. There are six different levels, minimum, low, moderate, high, severe, and no data. Minimum has one state. Now, let's go ahead and cover this. So if you are in the state of Oregon, Oregon is the one state where they're saying there is minimal levels that are being detected in the water. Uh, low, there are three states. The three states that have low levels is Georgia, South Carolina, and Washington. So those are the four states where they're saying there is minimum and low levels detected in the water. Now, moderate levels. There are six states where they're detecting moderate levels of virus strains uh, in the water that is coming out from the wastewater. They're saying that this is where things are ramping up. That is Alaska, Colorado, Minnesota, Kentucky, Delaware, and Hawaii. Again, that's Alaska, Colorado, Minnesota, Kentucky, Delaware, and Hawaii. Now, for the states that have high levels detected, um, there are 13 states. So then after high, we've got severe and no data. Now, the high level is Texas, Arizona, California, Nevada, Idaho, Pennsylvania, New York, New Hampshire, Massachusetts, Maryland, Washington, D.C., Arkansas, and Rhode Island. And again, the high levels are Texas, Arizona, California, Nevada, Idaho, Pennsylvania, New York, New Hampshire, Massachusetts, Maryland, Washington, D.C., Arkansas, and Rhode Island. Those are the 13 on the list that have high levels detected. Now, the highest level that we're going to be taking a look at now is the severe level, where they're saying that there is severe outbreak taking place in these states, uh, and let me know if you've noticed this as well, if you're in one of these 21 states that are coming out. Uh, Deborah Winkler, welcome to the RamFam. Thank you so much for the support. I appreciate it. Um, as a result of uh, joining, all of these, these uh, articles and things that I reference will pop up in your YouTube feed automatically. But as you guys know, I cite all the sources anyways. Um, so let me go ahead and get you caught up. Uh, I'm in the high level, says Pamela, California. Pamela, let me know if you've noticed in California people getting sick and they're saying that this could be going even further. Um, so again, and somebody saying what water, all of these sources are linked directly in the description. This is from the CDC. And again, for those of you hopping on late, cause I see we've got 1500 people on just to recap for, before we get to the severe levels here, there's alarming revelation coming out of soaring viral levels detected in the U S water supply, COVID-19 detection in the United States revealing in the wastewater, six different levels of severity, as the CDC releases information December of 2023, this coming out on the 6th of December, nationwide data reveals surging levels of the newest COVID strain in the water supply. And they're saying that this is spreading and is actually much more severe than has been led on. And a lot of people concerned right now with what's going on and want information as to this spread because uh, it is very concerning what is taking place in China and other parts of the world as we're seeing different levels of strains of sickness coming out. Now, the severe levels, there are 21 states that have been indicated, according to the CDC information, 
for severe levels in the water. Now, these severe levels, there is Florida, Alabama, Tennessee, North Carolina, Virginia, West Virginia, New Jersey, Maine, Vermont, Montana, Utah, Kansas, Nebraska, South Dakota, Iowa, Missouri, <coughs> Wisconsin, Illinois, Michigan, Indiana, and Ohio. And again, those are the 21 states in the severe category. If you are in these states, they're saying what is being detected in the water with the levels of this virus. They're saying the latest strain they're saying is uh, severe, that they are indicating that this is spreading at rapid rates. And again, that's Florida, Alabama, Tennessee, North Carolina, Virginia, West Virginia, New Jersey, Maine, Vermont, Montana, Utah, Kansas, Nebraska, South Dakota, Iowa, Missouri, Wisconsin, Illinois, Michigan, Indiana, and Ohio. Now, for the states that we have no data on, there are six states, the states with no data on the inf uh, with information that we can yet to report to you is Louisiana, New Mexico, Oklahoma, Mississippi, Wyoming, North Dakota, and Connecticut. Again, that's Louisiana, New Mexico, Oklahoma, Mississippi, Wyoming, North Dakota, and Connecticut. So uh, those are the ones that don't have any information as of yet. Now, this just came out this month. So as more information comes out, as you guys know here in the channel, I'll be sure to keep you guys up to date. So if you are new to the channel right now, just tuning in, don't forget, hit the subscribe button, turn on the notification bell. Okay. So that way as more information comes out, I'll be sure to share with you okay, guys. So um, he, this guy... I played the pertinent part, but boy, he's long-winded. I mean, this video is 29 minutes, and he could have condensed it into that little part that I just played. Um, so, okay, so they're they're putting the, you know, we know they've been putting garbage in the water. Okay, now it appears as though this may be a vector, a mechanism whereby which they are um, going to infect the populace. And what easier, better way than just put it in the water? Uh, which a lot of people do not have any type of filtration on their water. So um, again, I'd given this earlier as far as if it's a if it's some type of virulent virus, you know, go go to the website um, www.drdoctor-symbol-johnson.com or go to the contendingfortruth.com website and you click on that. That's as far as that's the most potent thing I know of the Invive Silver for like overall for viruses, bacteria, fungus, that type of stuff. Now, beyond that, with the, um, you need, bare minimum, you need to be drinking filtered water, okay? And I've gotten super good feedback on this one particular one. I went and bought it just to have it. I, I haven't even used it, but I've got like, um, the picture and I bought several filters just in case like you know that situation is needed when it comes to water filter pitchers which is about as simple as a way as you're going to make it for anybody okay meaning you put the water in the pitcher and it filters it right there and you know then you've got purified water the only company that clearly states it does not use aluminum in their filter media because the black Berkeys, the the fluoride filters, they do use that. Um, it's it's a form of aluminum um, that they use. 
the only ones that state it does not use aluminum in their filters and can remove fluoride is the clearly filtered there's a link to the website i don't get any money or whatever for for uh promoting them at all but um i've gotten nothing but really good feedback they claim and they they say on their website it's a 98 percent removal which is better than the the black berkeys with the um optional um the uh, optional fluoride filters that's i think there's like they say it's like 90 with those and they use like an aluminum alumina type media in there to get that out which i never really set right with me uh, all the other water filter pitcher brands either use aluminum or cannot remove the fluoride which is a gigantic 800 pound gorilla type thing you want to get the fluoride out it is cancer causing it um burns your lower brain lobes out which control your will to resist it was originally used in the nazi uh prison camps with the jews and the gypsies and the un undesirables to create a very very docile population and if you look around and you see the apathy on a lot of people regarding all this stuff that should be getting people up in arms that i report on every week you don't have to look any farther than the fluoride alone in the water supply to understand why the population has been so dumbed down because it totally um messes with your iq brings your iq way down as well the fluoride does and creates a very docile apathetic population it's one of the main mechanisms they've been able to pull off all the garbage they're doing because people just don't care because they're so fluorided out and then all the other meds they might be on and then all the other stuff they're doing to us that's one aspect of it but it's a big one okay so the clearly filtered pictures um you know and it's something that it's not going to typically for most people break the bank to to do this okay um the, the the only problem that i've seen with the clearly filtered is that they're often sold out now i don't know if they are right now or not i don't know i think a lot of people <laughs> regarding all the stuff i reported on today regarding the number one report on like daily mail that rag that i read you is on 2024 being the year being cataclysmic and the preppers are going crazy so man whatever you can get be led of the lord i'm not telling you to operate out of the fear of man the fear of man bringeth the snare okay but also the prudent man foreseeth the evil and hideth himself and the simple pass on and are punished you know go to the anthos sluggard you know that type of thing so there you have there's 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 balance in scripture okay there's balance and and that's all i'm saying if you're if you're letter of the lord it would be a good time to if you have preps top them off um you know hey you can't afford all this 25 year shelf life incredibly expensive unbelievably overpriced freeze-dried food at this point when it is so outrageous now the, the the time to have gotten the food was was you know like five years ago or before that when when it was halfway reasonable now it's like if you look at what you're getting it is so i just priced out i, I was up on a thing tonight and i priced out it was chicken cubes and it was in four i think four tins like you know the bigger tins it's like 200 and you know 65 dollars and I looked at that and I looked at the amount of calories in those. And it was like each tin was like, I think it turned out to be like 2,500 calories. 
Now that's only, an, uh, as far as calories go, it's only enough for, like, if you were working, like, let's say you were working chopping wood or whatever, you're not, that's like a day. Per, and there's only four. It was $265. Okay. This is normal. So you've got basically a four, as far as calories go, four days of, of calories if you were working. Now, I'm not saying you couldn't take something like that. And obviously there's a lot of, quote, servings. The servings aren't very big and you're not going to have a lot of calories. But if you had a whole bunch of rice and you had like um, olive oil or, or some oil you could put, which you could increase your calorie count, obviously, yes, you could make that go a lot longer way. Okay. But the storable food prices are so unbelievably outrageous now. I don't know where to tell you to go. It, it's just outrageous, okay? But you still can go, like we have like what they call big lots here. And, and there's a, sometimes they have like a lot of organics. You can still get like the canned. You can go to the grocery stores and get canned organic stuff and it's still not going to break the bank. You could still get go and get you know bags of organic rice and stuff like that. You don't have to go the mega, mega prepper route. Um, where you're you're doing all this long-term storage, the freeze-dry stuff is just going to be so outrageously expensive. Yes, is that the probably the best to have as far as just? But you know, so much of the these foods that they advertise, my Patriot Supply, key in my Patriot Supply, the keyword search box at Kennedy, they put so much garbage in those foods, and in you know, Mike uh, Alex Jones sells it. Dave Hodges sells it. You name just about anybody in alternative media, they're selling that garbage. And then that Heaven's Harvest is no better. I just did an expose on them. They're they're just about as bad. Aluminum, all kind of garbage that they're putting in there, and they're and they're billing it as like, oh, it's non-GMO. There's no place on there that says non-GMO. Should be on the label. Should be on the label Patriot Supply. Their billing is, is, is non-GMO. There's, there's no place on the label. I've exposed all of these, these companies. They're overpriced garbage. And the thing is, is they've got all kind of chemicals in there. And this is not something you want to try to live off of. You would be better off going to the grocery store and getting whole bunches of canned, canned foods. Obviously, they're not going to have the shelf life. But, you know, I don't know how much longer we got. But <laughs> you're probably not going to have to worry about that so much shelf life anymore and um and even if it's by that it doesn't mean automatically there's this magic uh shelf life um demon that comes and says oh it's it's unfit to eat you could still eat it after it's gone by it's now i understand there's there's limits to everything i get that but um i i would probably go that route at this point try to try to go to to these these places like you know some some grocery stores too are a lot better prices than others. Even in our area, there's some that are just you know the prices are like double it seems like. So shop around, do as the Lord leads you, stock up when you can. You know the, these these clearly filters would be good to have if you're not drinking some kind of purified water. I would implore you to at least be doing that as well. Um, I said while the other two filters I recommend that I will that will give you peace of mind are reverse osmosis and distillers. Yeah, you could go that route. If you're having trouble deciding which one is the best, take a look at the guide. There's a there's a guide here you can click on. It's called Water Filters That Remove Fluoride. Um, 
All three, there's three different options that all three are good. Ever since publishing this article, I've been looking for filters that would replace Berkey as an official recommendation. This has included testing various brands of AquaTrue, RKIN, and WaterDrop. So find out the latest development of the water filter guide here. There's a link to that. And then the last thing is this was from a listener um, that I received about this exact filter. And he says from John. I'm listening to your current teaching about water filters. I use the water filter from Clearly Filtered, which is the one I just talked about. And I have been for a couple of years. It filters 98% of the fluoride from the water as almost everything else. Yeah, it does. They say you need to replace the filter only when it becomes clogged, which for me is about every six months. So that's pretty good. So anyway, there's a link to that there. Again, I don't get any endorsement or money from that or anything but I, I want you to have good information there so that's all i have for today god bless you and lord willing we will see you in the next audio